today, and it's just something that's been staring in my heart. And so if you've got a, a Bible, uh, turn to Hebrews chapter 12, and bits of it will come up on the screen as well. Hebrews 12, just if you don't have a Bible, turn to a Christian and follow them. Just kidding. I, that joke never gets old. Uh, anyway, I, I hope I don't stumble through this, but do you know, you know as, a, as a preacher, uh, uh, one of the challenges in preparing weekly messages, thank you, just on the ground would be great, uh, is, is one of the challenges is discerning the difference between what God might be saying to me personally and what he might be saying to me to tell others, right? Like there, there is a big difference and it, it can be hard sometimes to figure the difference out. Like, is this one for me or is this one for these guys? <laughs> What's going on there? And I have been no doubt, no doubt guilty of, of uh, turning into a message something God was wanting to get into me. And I apologize for that. And, uh, and sometimes it was meant for no one else but me. And I'm like, well, that'd make a great message too. But but um, I say all this today because today's message, I think, fits that category. And, and I, 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 don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Like, you know, it's efficient, right? God speaks to me, does, and then he can help, helps you out as well. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing. I don't think it's a terrible crime. He's bigger than all of that. And so, but I just believe that I need to hear this one as much as you may do as well. And I'll be, I'll be receiving prayer too, or whatever that looks like. But anyway... I've entitled, I've entitled this message, Drop the Dross. Drop the Dross. And so last week, in fact, the last two Mondays, the eldership team, myself, Caroline, Alistair Kent, uh, John and Martin from Richmond New Life, make up the eldership of the Spire Church. And, and most of us were having an eldership retreat, just a couple of days together, praying and talking and dreaming about the future, where we're going uh, from here. And the Monday just passed, we were having a bit of a prayer time and, and I was pacing the room and I had this phrase kind of just drop into my mind. I wasn't thinking about that or anything really and, and it just sort of came into the front of my mind, drop the dross. I'm like, what? what is that? What's, what's that about? And, and I stopped praying and actually looked up this word dross on, on my phone like in the dictionary because I'd heard it before but I just had to remind myself of what it, what it meant and and, and I got this definition. It, it says that dross is something regarded as worthless, as, as, as rubbish. And the example they use is there are bargains to find if you have the patience to sift through the dross. I mean, man, that sounds like me at the recycling station, right? You know, just looking for another bike for the kids. <laughs> but um, don't tell them that's where I get them from. But, but anyway... It dropped the dross. God, are you talking to me about this? And yep, I, th I think he is. And, and so, and so, I'll explain in a moment what I, I think he's he's saying here and what he's beginning and doing and stirring in me personally. And and hopefully it'll be a help to you as well. But it reminded me this dross, this rubbish, clear uh, drop the dross of a of a really interesting story. I don't think I've ever told here before. But um, way back in nineteen. 99. Uh, Caroline and I had just got married, and uh, do you remember that? And and uh, and we we bought a section together. We spent two years saving and saving for a deposit. We bought a section in Waikanae Beach on the Cabotty Coast. Whoop whoop. And and uh, I think it was like thirty thousand dollars, which back then was a whole lot of money. And 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 we got like a quarter or a half of the deposit saved. And 
And on one boundary of this section was this huge pile, this huge mass of blackberry vine. And, and, and we decided, man, we've got to deal with that. We've got to, we've got to, we've got to get rid of all, all of this vine. What we didn't realize was that underneath all of the vine, buried underneath it all, was a whole lot of rubbish, a whole lot of dross. There were, there were car parts, right? And there was like motorbike bits. There were car tires. And so we spent numerous weekends weed spraying and then cutting back and then uh, pulling, pulling out. And obviously over the years, the neighbor had just been throwing stuff over this fence and, and we were kind of left to deal with it. And do you remember we were joking about what we might find as we're kind of digging stuff out? Like, oh, we're going to find a duffel bag full of money or, or something dodgy. And, and uh, anyway, a bit, over, a bit over two years prior to that, so 1999, it was around 1996, in our town, or I think maybe in the town next to us, there was this incident that made the newspapers, in fact, it was on the national news as well, where a police sergeant by the name of Robin Hudipole. He had been viciously beaten with his own torch. He was going to make a, a stop and arrest, arrest someone and there was a scuffle. The guy got the torch off him and, and beat him. Uh, in fact, left him for dead and then, and then ran off. And I don't know if anyone remembers this, but it was on the national news and the offender got away. The police officer was actually left for dead. He spent several weeks in intensive care. He, since Then he he made a recovery, and I think the offender was caught a couple of days later, but they never found the weapon. They never found this, this torch that, that, that was used, and so they didn't know where it was until one Saturday morning, two and a half years later, as we are removing all of this dross, all of this blackberry. In fact, I found the newspaper article uh, just yesterday in a, in a box out in the shed uh, about, about all of this. And so just a long story short, um, I spot down under all the blackberry this long black mag-like torch and I pull it out of the ground and Caroline and I turn it and we see the initials Hudipol engraved on the side of it. And of course, we knew all about the case a few years later. Like, <gasps> and, so, and so anyway, I... I, I I, I, I take the torch to the police station and basically single-handedly like close a cold case. I, I should be a detective. It was pretty awesome. That, that was me. And anyway, I mentioned in there as the finder. Some, anyway, somewhere in there. But it's just a cool story. Uh, but since, you know, since this eldership meeting on, on, on Monday, this phrase, drop the dross, where's drop... The dross, it just keeps on playing in my mind and I can't kind of let it go. And, and you know, we'd had also a clean out in the church last week. Haniana and Renee, I think, were, were clearing out all the rubbish from around the place. It's kind of accumulated in, in cupboards and in spaces as we're kind of in this transi- transition space as a church. Just feel like God's saying to the church, clean out the dross, like get rid of stuff. And so that was happening. And then on, on Saturday, we were, we were working on our own section clearing out stuff like god what there's there's a theme here you're trying to tell me something what is it and and i just i just sense that there's some things and i'm talking about me i'm not talking about you right you can look after yourselves i'm just thinking about me right now there there are things that i need to look at when it it comes to fulfilling my purpose in god 
things that I spend time on and, and maybe some unhealthy motivations or unnecessary uh, distractions that I think God's saying, hey, that's got to go. You've got to drop, drop some of those things. There is dross that needs to be dropped. And remember, I'm just talking about me right now, but, but there's some cutting back and removing of, of unhealthy or maybe unhelpful ways. And to get down to actually what really matters, to what God is really calling me, me to. And so, and so it's not buried or, or lost under everything, under all the blackberry, whatever it, you know, those things might be. Now, I'm, I'm going to make a, a presumptuous assumption, uh, if that's a thing, that, that this may not just be for me. Right. And that maybe God's saying to all of us in some ways, hey, it's time to drop. The dross. The Bible in Hebrews chapter 12, if you've, if you've got it in front of you, but I'm going to read from the Good News translation. That's a bit different, isn't it? Uh, it, it, says, it says this, it's for us. We have this large crowd of witnesses all around us, and it's referring to the previous chapter, Hebrews 11, which is the great faith chapter, speaking about all the heroes in faith that says that they are now our witnesses if you will cheering us on and looking at us so then let us rid ourselves of everything that gets in the way and of the sin which holds on so tightly and let us run with determination the race that lies before us the the niv version which may be more familiar to us it says we're to throw off we're to throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And I, I just want to first say that I believe everyone in this room has a purpose. Right? You're not purposeless. You, are, you have a purpose. God has a purpose for every one, of, every one of our lives. In fact, I believe every one of us is called by God. We are all called to ministry. We have a mission, right? Like, it's not just people who kind of, you know, stand on the stage. It's every single person are on mission if you're following Christ. And I believe every single person following Christ or not has purpose and has a God-given destiny in mind that we've got to find. And, and each one of us is called by God to, as Hebrews 12 talks about, run the race that's been marked out for us. And, and at times that can be a specific thing. It, it can be for a specific purpose or function. But you know what? Generally speaking, God gives us all opportunities, right? He gives us choices. There, there are doors that he may be wooing us to step into. There, there is giftings. We've all been graced with giftings, right? You are gifted people. We are all unique. Some of us you are real unique, right? But we're all special in a, in a unique kind of way. But... But uh, uh, we, we've been, you know, many of us are discovering those gifts. We're on that journey of that race. We, there, there are those of us who have been given prophetic words that we're, we're, we're trying to steward and, and step into. There's faith that's being developed in, in our lives. And all of these things for us to take hold of that, you know, everything that God might want for our lives. I mean, how many want what God wants for their lives? Generally speaking, that's, uh, that's the yes from our heart and... And, you know, Paul in Philippians 3, he talks about reaching 
forward, taking hold of the goal of the prize. What, what prize? What goal of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus? We're all called. We're, we're all called. And I think that, that that purpose, that call exists over every person. And wherever we are on this journey, the, you know, we're all on a journey, a spiritual journey, every single one of us. And and wherever we may be on that, pursuing that call, it's not that we need to be destination focused because the journey is right where we are and God is not at the finish line. Well, he is cheering us on, but he's also with us, right? The, the journey is to be enjoyed right now. And, and, and so, but God does not create anything insignificant, inferior or without a purpose. You just kind of want to get that out there. Right. In, in Proverbs 25.4, it says, remove the dross from the silver and out comes material for the silversmith. Remove the dross from the silver and out comes material for the silversmith. In other words, dross gets on us, right? It kind of attaches it itself or, or it can get in the way. I think the heart of this proverb is saying it gets in the way of what God wants to do in our lives. Dross covers things. And I think it covers things of value. It covers the call. It, it covers the purpose in our life. It, it, gets, it gets on us. It gets over us. And sometimes it can even get in us. And, and listen, I'm not specifically talking today about sin. Okay, if anyone's wondering, oh, this is getting heavy. I'm not necessarily, or, or at least talking about what our definition of sin might be. Because listen, Hebrews here... Uh, on the screens, it talks about ridding ourselves of everything that gets in the way, listen, and of the sin that holds onto us so tightly. Okay, there's, you mean there's more than just sin, like stupid stuff that I do? There's, there's more than just that that will get in the way of my, of my purpose? We're, it says we're to throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily, easily entangles. Okay. Like, like sin isn't the only thing holding you back when it comes to living out God's purpose for your life, right? It's, the Bible says that. It's kind of clear. And so it kind of like, like made me ask God, what else? What else is restricting and, and stopping you from having your way in me? I asked that question. Stupid thing to ask. And... Like, what is this dross? If you're talking to me, what are some of the things that you want me to drop? The, drop the dross. And, you know, apart from maybe, you know, living life on my own terms, which is what sin is, by the way. Living life your way, not God's way. It's living life for your set of, set of rules. It's, but, but over the course of this week, you know what? The Holy Spirit began to put his finger on some areas of my life that I don't think I'd call sinful, right? But, but they're certainly restricting my call. And I'm thinking, God, it's gluttony, isn't it? I eat way too much ice cream. It's that, right? And, he, and, and maybe it is. I'm just not ready to accept that yet. But I had the, I had the Holy Spirit impress on me, you know, a couple of things. And I'm, I'm happy enough to share. I'm, I'm, I'll be vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I felt the Holy Spirit this week say, where's you play the comparison game? Yeah. Right? And my, my wife's saying, yeah, you do. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, like you, you, you measuring your success in your call, what, God's, what I've called you to do, where's you, you're measuring your success against others in similar positions. He's like, but I haven't called you to run their race. Yeah, that's right. 
I've called you to run your, your race and, and my call on you is unique and you've got to drop the dross of comparison. And I'm like, ouch. <laughs> and I'm like, is, that must be it, right? Like, no. <laughs> and, and I just sense the Holy Spirit. I'm, uh, by the way, if anyone's wondering, it's not like God's talking to me audibly. If those of you are just new, new to faith, it's just this the sense in your heart that you end up putting words on about what he's doing and what he's saying to you. And I felt the Lord saying, just remind me about some of the prophetic words that have been spoken over, over my life from people I trust and, and believe that it's, it's God's word speaking to me. And, and, and I felt like the Lord saying, you, you have prophetic words that, that rather than stewarding them and stepping into them now and making yourself available and, and saying yes to those things, you've made yourself busy by doing other things drop the dross and I'm like, oh, ouch and 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 there, there is more i've got a list here but but i'm not going to read them all out this isn't what's this confession corner or something right that's enough but, but anyway <laughs> i actually was prepared to read some of them out but i'm not going to but but my, my point is my, my point is this that i i believe god's wanting to sharpen in us not just me and and he's wanting to reshine and and uncover and and pull off the dross of things over our lives that keep our call buried keep our our, our, our purpose buried our lives stuck in the status quo or you know even heading away from the direction that god has us in and i don't know what it might be for you it could be busyness or or inconvenience of of stepping forward or unbelief or distraction or complacency it could well be sin and i just hear the voice of god saying drop the dross drop the dross and if it's good enough for me then it's got to be good enough for you too to hear the same thing drop the dross stop it <laughs> Naughty. the 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 good news translation of Proverbs 25.4 says, Take the impurities out of silver and the artist can produce a thing of beauty. Wow, I love that. And I've been thinking about that a bit this, this week. Take the impurities out of the silver and the artist can produce a thing of beauty. And the International Standard Version, it, it says, Purge the dross. And material for a vessel comes forth. For the silversmith and i just can't help but feel god's presence on this saying it's he's wanting to refine he, he's wanting to get some people back on track and 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 lift some stuff off people the dross off our lives because you know what how many know that life has a way of not just taking from us right like sometimes our, it can feel like things are being removed like 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 good things removed like our joy is being robbed and and but but also but also stuff gets on us and we end up wearing things that's not actually who we are and we end up believing things about us and about our call and about God and about our circumstances and about the people around us that's not, not right, not true and, and, and it's time to drop the, the dross. One, one definition states dross as the, 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 there, was, there was that first definition I put on there and it also said dross is the scum. That's a horrible word. It's the scum or the unwanted material that forms on the surface of molten metal. Wow, okay. And I guess that's what the 
proverb is talking about the silver, the dross on the silver. It's got to be removed before the, the, the beauty of it, the value of it can shine through. And, and I was reading about this last night about how do you remove like, like literal dross from, from metals. And the way that you remove it from metal is you heat it up. You, you, you melt that sucker, you melt that metal, and, and the dross begins to separate. It, it can actually, in some metals, it can actually come to the surface so it can be scraped away. In other metals, it's got to get really, 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 really hot. And so I'm thinking about this, and listen, don't be surprised if God is turning up the heat in your life. Like He just starts to turn things up a little, and you start to feel uncomfortable with what might be coming to the surface. I don't know what this is. Where has this even come from? In fact, things that you didn't even think were a problem or, or an issue. Because remember, I'm not necessarily talking about sin here. I'm just talking about stuff that is taking you away from that core which every one of us has been given. And sometimes that stuff comes up and you're going, what? Really? I've been, I've been in this comparison game? I didn't think that was a bad, you know, it, just, it starts to happen. And it's just sometimes some things have got to come to the surface so that God can remove them. And that gets a little uncomfortable and he's got to turn up the heat to get, get what's on top of you, to get what's inside of you out, right? The, 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 the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and I'm not far from being done here, it says, Now if, if any man builds upon this foundation, foundation of faith with gold, silver, precious stones, and then it sort of gets back into these other areas, wood, hay, or straw. Everyone's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed. How? By fire. By fire. By fire. Uh, gold. Each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it. It will be revealed by fire. Listen, and the fire tests each one's work of what sort it is. And so our, our foundation, what we're building our life upon, the things that we are establishing in our life so that that, that race can be run, so that upward call of Christ can be, can be pursued or apprehended, that foundation will be tested. How? Fire! By the heat coming upon it in our lives so that that dross can be separated and, and pulled off. And I just sense the Holy Spirit is at work poking around a little bit. It certainly is in my life. And it's not that great. And, uh, and I don't think it's just me. And in this room, I believe, are, are, are significant gifts and, and callings and and mentioned this morning, kingdom assignments and that, are, that are yet to be released and stepped into. There are probably pastors and church planters and, and business people and teachers and missionaries and, and, and creatives and sitting in this room. And some of us are stepping and already walking in that and others are, are yet to. But we have to allow God to do whatever he needs to do to get out of of the dross or get the dross off us and so that the true vessel of who we are comes forth for the silversmith drop drop the dross i, I had points this morning but i just feel like we, we should we should pray and maybe the the band you guys could come and and i man i just found you know even just in these last this last week that when it when it comes to the call over my life I have plenty of excuses. 
And I'm like, well, God, that's, wow, that's really great. Whew, that's encouraging and stuff, but it's not that easy down here. You know, there's stuff to do and, and, and just excuses. And the dross, as I said, is not necessarily a bad uh, or bad things. Like it's, you've been a bad boy. It's not necessarily sinful, but rather it's stuff that is unnecessary, maybe even unhelpful, probably unhealthy, but rather the unnecessary and convenient. It's the excuses. It's the distractions. Could well be the, the comforts, the busyness, the familiar, the the stuff that gets on us, it's the pursuit of the meaningless when God is calling you to purpose. And I just found this week getting refocused on some of the purpose stuff and some of the call, the, the reason why I'm on the earth, you know, and, and, and just realizing, wow, there's some dross that's been formed. And I want to present myself to my maker to form me and to make me into what he wants to make me into. And he's saying, drop it, cut it out, pull it out over your life. It's growing over things that really matter. It's, it's getting in the way of where I want to take you. And so I just want to challenge you this morning. And maybe you could just turn one of those lights off so I don't have to look everyone in the eyes. But that's it. That's fine. <laughs> But I want to challenge you to take a look at your life as you run this race. And remember, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. But as you pursue the call of God and, and see where God is purifying and wanting to refine in us some of those things. Someone here, maybe today, maybe listening online and and you've been surprised, maybe a little bit like I have, of God highlighting an issue that you didn't think was actually an issue. And you're kind of asking the question, why, have all, why all of a sudden is this a problem for me? Like why it wasn't before and what, what's happening? I didn't see it as a problem. But listen, God is refining. Dross just, just looks like everything else. It's like you, you, the, thing, the thing with dross, particularly in metal, is before it's heated up, Dross is just part of that material, right? It, it just mixes in with everything else. You don't actually know it's there. It's just, it's just part of what it is. And then until it's heated up, until it starts to melt, does the dross begin to appear? Like, well, where did this come from? It was always there. It just begins to come to the surface. It just, it just begins to become visible. And I, and I feel like the Holy Spirit's doing that very thing. He's, he's turning up the heat in our lives and so that things that have always been there or certainly for a long time are now beginning to appear, beginning to come to the surface and we've got to be okay with that. We've got to be okay with things that weren't a problem becoming a problem but as long as we realize that God's doing it so that he can remove it from us. Drop, drop the dross until it's heated up. It won't become apparent. And so let the Holy Spirit put a fire in your life. And I've found as I've wanted to pursue the call of God, God, give me a passion for, 
for lost. Let me give me a, a passion for your word. Give me a give me a passion for your kingdom. Give me a passion for worship. God put passion in my life for you as He as I've asked for the fire to come to my life. You cannot separate the, the passion to serve God with that fire that burns that begins to bring things up and out of you that needs to be removed. And so I want to pray this morning. And again, I don't want to do too much presuming today that my problem's your problem. But I suspect that this is one of those messages that he's speaking to me about and it can also apply to you. Like it's, there's a gracing for that, if, if you will. And I just want to pray. Father, I thank you as we turn our eyes, fix our focus, our attention on the one who put this purpose and call in our lives, the one who loves us, the one who has a plan and a, and a purpose that the other stuff, the things that took our focus, our attention, begin to dim in the light of your grace and of your love. And God, as we respond to this this morning, I pray that you would help us, Holy Spirit, to drop the dross. Come and test our motivations and our attitudes. The reason why, God, we do some things. Any area that is getting in the way of that call, of that wonderful call, I pray, Holy Spirit, even right now, and I thank you that you are the ultimate minister and God, you can do things that no one else can do. You can change the heart of men and women. God, you can speak words of encouragement and love and tenderness. God, you can reveal yourself in new ways to us. And I pray that even in these moments, you do this right now. I'm going to give an opportunity in just a moment. Maybe every head could be bowed eye closed if there's anyone here today who this message is speaking to you but you you've not known what it is to walk with God maybe you're away from him but, or maybe you've never received this love I would love after the service is finished to pray with you but just take the moment now to acknowledge God if there's anyone here this morning just give me a quick wave of your hand I'd love to pray with you anyone yeah so God I thank you Holy Spirit do whatever you need to do in our lives I thank you that God you got our best intentions at heart Lord your, our freedom is your motivation and God, I thank you for turning up the heat that's hard to say. Thank you, Lord, for, for melting some stuff, bringing to the surface some, some things in our lives that we've been need adjusting, that need removing. And only as you can would you come and do that today in Jesus' name. Why don't you just, if we could just for a moment, just stand up. I'm not going to get anyone to do anything weird. Don't worry. Just, I just love us to stand as we finish with this song again. But I just want to pray while you're standing and maybe put your 
hands in a receiving posture or whatever is counsel. Father, I thank you. I thank you for every person here today. I thank you for everyone represented. I thank you for those not here, God. I thank you for those listening online. Lord, as we go from this place, as we come out of this place this morning, I thank you, God, that you're setting some people up. I thank you for the processing and the, and the continuing ministry of your spirit as we go out of this place. I thank you for people around us who will speak and minister to us as we move from this place into our weeks. We Thank you, God, for the continuing work of the Holy Spirit. You're not just here with us today so we can worship you. Lord, you're with us every day of the week. And Lord, I just, I just speak over lives that, that, that mission, God, that...